Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh, and today we're going to be surfing the emo waves. So we're going to be jumping right on our boards and getting right into meditation with this show. And I like to think of it as we are checking all of our stuff before we head out to the ocean, that ocean of emotion. And we're going to see kind of what is happening in our space right at this moment, taking a little snapshot of what's going on and how to change things around if we want to, uh, how to look at emotions and not completely freak out. Sometimes we will hold on to emotions and it'll be for a very long time for many different reasons. And so the purpose of this isn't to make ourselves wrong but to be able to look at the energy and be like, hmm, that's interesting, <laughs> and then move on to something else. So, okay, we are going to pull in that aura that might be all over the place. I'd like you to pull it in around you, three feet above you, below you, side to side. I'd like you to put yourself in your own aura bubble. We need a little more room for this meditation, so that's why we want like three feet around us. We want to be able to take a look at uh, the emotions that might be flying around different areas of our aura, our body, body organs. We're going to look at the chakra centers first, those energy centers we all hear about. So just take a deep breath and let's get into that space behind our eyes. And just sort of notice in this space in the center of your head, it can be really big in there. You might have a very big comfy chair. Maybe there's a movie screen out in front of you because we're going to look at all sorts of stuff today. So just from the spot in the center of your head, I'd like you to imagine from the base of your spine to the center of the earth. I'd like you to just allow this connection to the center of the earth. It might look like a flowing idea of light. It might look like a rainbow. It might look like a rope or chain. You're chained to the earth right now. <laughs> we actually are always attached to the earth. It's just that when we put our attention on it, then it's like, oh, yeah, I can feel this connection a little bit more, maybe a little differently. So I'd like you to allow some of that earth energy to start to bubble up through the soles of the feet, through the legs, through the hips, and into that first chakra at the base of the spine. And we'll get back to that first chakra and all the fabulous stuff it does in a moment. I'd like you to just allow some of that earth energy to flow up the back channels and the front channels of the spine. 
there's lots of ways to do this. This is just one of the ways. I'd like you to just allow some of that earth energy to continue up that spine, going over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms of the hands. Some of that earth energy is flowing through fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra center of the head, and out the top of the head. And the other piece of energy we want to bring in is this connection to the sun. So we think about the sun, sunrise, sunset, kind of comes and goes. It's kind of there and not there. So for energetic purposes, we're going to imagine a big golden sun above our head. And we're going to start that connection to the sun coming into the crown chakra at the top of the head. It's going to flow down the back channels of the spine. All the way down to that first chakra. It's mixing with earth energy. Some of that solar light will continue down to the center of the earth. Some of that solar light will continue down the legs. Some of that solar light will go over the shoulders and down the arms and out the palms of the hands. You'll want the palms of the hands open for today's meditation, and you definitely want to be sitting or lying down. Sometimes when we're looking at emotions, we're just sort of seeing different uh, energies that are flying around our space, we can go a little unconscious. So we don't want to be operating heavy machinery or driving. None of that. So just take another deep breath. And notice that space behind your eyes. That's your clairvoyant space. We don't talk about it too much, which is kind of funny (laughs) on this show, but we're always using it. So in the center of your head, you just want that space to be all you in there. Maybe it's a nice color, your favorite color. Maybe it's full of sparkles and bubbles. Big comfy chair. You want that movie screen to sort of open up in front of you. And I'd like you to imagine a little chakra person out in front of you. We've all seen that picture of that little chakra person, little drawing, and it has all the different colors at the energy centers in the body. There's a lot of them. It's not just seven and then you get hands and feet. (laughs) It's not just seven centers, but for simplicity, we're just going to stick to those today. You might find some along the way, and that's great. That's fine. Nothing wrong with it. You might find a couple of extra (laughs) between your heart and your throat. You might find a couple extra between your heart and, uh, like, your stomach. I don't know. There's a couple of other contraptions that are happening. So all of that's great. What we're looking for right now is we're seeing how open or closed those chakras are. So out in front of you, I'd like you to imagine that chakra person. We're just sort of taking a little look. Maybe it's just a blank one. Nothing's really there. And I'd like you to just sort of notice what the first chakra is doing. That first chakra is at the base of the spine 
it's where we think about all of the survival stuff. It has a lot to do with your bones and the skeletal structure. It has a lot to do with memory, lifetime over lifetime. It has a lot to do with how many times you've taken a life on this planet, as in how many times you have reincarnated on this particular planet. Um, there are other times where we go elsewhere in the universe, but for today, we're just sticking to the earth. And uh, you might have other connections uh, to the center of the earth, and that's great. But for today, we just want to see what color and how open that chakra is. So sometimes we think of that first chakra as being sort of a red a darker red, but it can be any color. In fact, you can change it to be whatever color you want. Um, and I just want you to notice how open it is. Is it at like 100%? Is it at 10%? Just sort of notice. And I want you to kind of take a look around and see if there's anything connected to it. Do you see any pictures, places, things around that chakra? Are there other connection points to other parts of your aura or your body having to do with that energy center? So we're just taking a look. You might not see anything major going on. It might be really quiet. And that's okay. We don't want to be in survival every single day. We don't want to be using our, all of our survival information all the time, especially in meditation. We're supposed to be chilling out. So just notice what's going on there. There's lots of more uh, information in each of the chakras and energy centers that you find. Uh, I'm just giving you sort of a little taste, with the cliff notes of what the chakras can do. They open and close. They have different shapes. Um, you get to sort of decide what that is over time. And so the next piece of this is that we're going to look at the second chakra. And this really is a very big emotional chakra. But before we get into what, what is happening with all the, sh the emotions, we want to look at what's going on with the energy center behind it. So sometimes we use this second chakra to create. Sometimes it has a lot to do with money. Sometimes it might be connected to the spleen or the uh, pancreas, other parts of the stomach, intestines. There's all sorts of weaves of thoughts about this. So some of the body organs might come up. Maybe blood. That's a big one. Just sort of notice a space, and it might be on that chakra person out in front of you. You don't need to travel to the second chakra <laughs> just below the navel and check it out yourself. You can just look at it on your screen out in front of you, keeping that center of the head kind of as your command post. But you'll notice with this meditation, you might want to be flying around in your aura or your body, checking things out, and that's okay. Just come back to the center of your head. And we really want to be contained 
to this uh, aura, this body, center of the head. I want to keep coming back to you in this meditation. So just take a deep breath. Just sort of notice if there's a lot of activity, minimal activity, other connection points happening with the chakra. And then I'd like you to take a look at the third chakra. This is also an energy center where we travel and do all of our dream time. It's not the sole only place we do that, but most of the time we're dreaming at night and we use this chakra to exit the body as the spirit. Just sort of notice if there's a couple of things happening here. That third chakra has a lot to do with our um, energetic sort of stamina, that get up and go, that get it done kind of energy. I think of it as like a middle manager <laughs> of all the chakras, telling people what to do and how to do it. But they don't get a lot of sort of relaxation. But your third chakra might be different. You might use it other ways. Maybe you have a very active dream space. Maybe you use that uh, third chakra to negotiate all sorts of things, take care of things, take care of people, places, and things. There might be lots of connections here. So just notice that space. It can be tied to the stomach, it can be tied to the lungs, other body organs. You might want to notice the color and how big that chakra is open. Sometimes when we get scared and we hold our breath, you know, some of our chakras might start shutting down <laughs> or getting smaller or closing off because we've got to be alert. So some of that stuff might be tied into some of the emotions we'll look at in a minute, but just sort of notice that third chakra wide open? Is it kind of in the middle? Is it all closed up? So I'd like you to just notice you can change the color. You can make it as open or as close as you'd like. It doesn't stop you from looking at the energy around it. And then the fourth chakra at the heart. This is always a favorite <laughs> of all the chakras. And if you look at that chakra person out in front of you, you might notice there's different sort of areas of where that chakra energy goes. That fourth chakra at the heart, you might see it as kind of bigger than your actual chakra person. Uh, that energy of the heart has so many things happening, so many connections to other dimensions and celestial events and histories and lots of healing stuff is happening in here. You're healing when you don't even know you're healing. It's pretty funny and pretty amazing. So just notice that four chakra at the heart. Notice if it's a certain color, 
how open it is, how closed it is. This isn't a judgment that if you see it as a lump of coal, (laughs) that you're a cold-hearted person. It's not that at all. Uh, Somebody might have just slammed a door in your house and you got scared and you shut it all down. As a psychic, we are changing our space all the time. Sometimes we're matching other people's energy to feel safe. Other times we're unmatching energy and doing something different to also feel safe. So we have a lot of things we're doing all the time. So this is just a little snapshot. And if you'd like that poor chakra to look differently, if you'd like some rainbows and unicorns and cotton candy to be floating around in there, great. You can add that. Some of us like to hang out here. So if you notice that there's a little bit of a struggle between being in the center of your head and being in your heart, it's okay. We'll come back to this space in a little bit. And then that fifth chakra at the throat. So now we're getting more into the clairs. So that clear audience, all the telepathy, all the people you're connected to and communicating with and socializing with just from your head or your throat. All that singing you do in the car, singing in the shower, all that communicating of talking to yourself. But that also happens here. So just notice on that chakra person what that fifth chakra at the throat's doing. Is it open, closed? Is it a different color than you're used to? You can adjust that color to be the one that you'd like. You can open up that uh, fifth chakra at the throat as much as you'd like. There you go. And then six chakra center of the head. We're sort of hanging out in here anyway, but you might want to notice how open or closed this chakra is on that little chakra person out there on your screen. Is that six chakra wide open because you're looking at all this energy? Or is it closed down? Or is it somewhere in between? Are you noticing other Uh, beings, spiritual beings. You know, there's lots of words for spiritual beings. There's angels, there's entities. (laughs) Some of them sound scary, but it's just all energy. Just sort of notice what's hanging out in this chakra. Sometimes we collect psychic worries and we shove them in our sixth chakra center of our head and then we forget. So we'll come back to that in a minute. Just sort of notice the space. And then the top of the head, that crown chakra. I'd like you to notice how open or closed it is. Are you seeing that solar light come streaming through that uh, crown chakra like a sunroof? That's always fun. Just take a deep breath. 
Sometimes when we're in the center of our head, we want to climb on up to that crown chakra and hang out there instead. There's something about um, all the clear cognizance, knowing things right off the top of your head. It'll, you know, the chakra allows you to connect to wide audiences in a different way than the third chakra. So uh, there's a lot of trance mediumship that happens here, beings coming in and out. It might seem like it's a little bit of an airport or a helicopter pad up there. Uh, some of us in the highly technical fields will have our little spiritual buddies that we hang out with when we have to create stuff. Uh, that happens too. So we're not making any of it wrong here. We're just noticing what are, what are we doing right now? We're just observing. Is that crown chakra super open? Is it a color that you like? Maybe you want a unicorn horn up there too. Maybe you want it to look like a crown. Maybe you want nothing up there. Just notice that space. And we want to do another sort of check in and around our spaces. I'd like you to do uh, a check of all the different body organs uh, that you might have associated with chakras in the past. You might, next to your chakra person out in front of you, I'd like you to put up another little image of you and your body. To sort of notice any hot spots, any cold spots, any aches or pains, any places where there seems to be a lot of activity or an absence of activity. We're just sort of scanning that body space, but we're doing it from the six chakra center of the head and we're just looking. This is not the time to decide like, oh my gosh, I have to go on a diet. Like we're not doing that right now. We're just looking. There's nothing wrong with your body right at this moment. Just take a deep breath. Sort of notice that body space. Notice if you can look at the whole body and there's not a lot of movement or there is a lot of movement. Usually we're looking for the change. Great. Okay. So if we were going to go surfing in real life, we would be checking on the weather. We'd be checking surfline to check the how high the waves are, which beach is best. Um, you'd be checking for sharks, any of those alerts. Uh, you would be checking which boards to bring, which wetsuits. You might be surfing with friends, and, and who are you going to meet out there as you're running out to the waves? You're going to check the tide many times. You'll check the weather. Before you even look at the electronic stuff, you'd be doing this. How does your body feel? Do you feel like it's a good day to surf? So that's kind of what we're doing right now. We're looking at what is happening with the body right at the moment. What is happening with our energy centers? 
Are there any sort of body parts or body organs that are talking to you right now? Do you feel sleepy? Do you feel energetic? Do you feel sort of in between? Do you feel like you can hang out in the center of your head? Or does it feel cramped? Do you feel squished down? So we want to notice what those feelings are. And it's not wrong how that's happening right at the moment. Because we're in meditation, and we're going to just check things out. So we checked our chakras. Yep, we have some. (laughs) That's really just the check that we're doing. They can be wide open. They can be closed down. We're fine with all of that. But we found our chakras. We looked at our body space. Yep, I have a couple of organs that are working right now. That's great. And so now we want to look at what else is circulating our space. We have all of this cellular material. We have muscles. We have, I mentioned blood before. We have blood that's pulsing through our veins. We have air coming into our lungs. That's why we keep taking these deep breaths. We, we're, we're keeping things moving. You know, we got this heart chakra that wants to go heal and do all this stuff. Right now, we're just looking. And so now we kind of start to bridge that gap into what are all the feelings? What am I feeling right now? What's circulating my space? What's happening in between all the cells? All the bazillion of cells that are in my body, what's happening in here? Are most of them happy? Am I personally happy? Or am I kind of something else? And so we're going to just do a little run through of all the different kinds of emotions. And we're going to focus on a couple of them. And it might seem weird to start with some of these first, but you'd be surprised (laughs) at how much just working on one or two of them yields so much information. So sometimes as a super sensitive psychic out there, you're interacting with all sorts of energies and then you're stuffing them all over your space. You're stuffing somebody else's stuff, their emotions or their concerns or their worries in different parts of your body, or you might be saving it for later because you might see them again. So you might need that energy again. It's like we do this weird dance with ourselves when all we need to do is just do a little meditation. doesn't even need to be that long. And we're moving energy around again, and we're back to ourselves. And this idea of coming back to ourselves all the time is what we want to get really good at. Because I'm sure many of you out there have experienced that it's really hard to hold on to one emotion all day long and just be there. So when we think about different emotions, let me run through them now. Um, Obviously, there's happiness. Everybody likes that. Uh, There's desire, which sounds really kind of spooky and interesting and, ooh, what's going on over there? And then there's awe. Awe is kind of fun. You could just be in wonder all day long. That's that's sort of fun. But actually, you don't stay in awe all day long. That's when I'm like, wow. So I am moving energy around much faster in my space than I thought. There's also pride. And that's always fun to have a little bit of pride happening. There's amusement. And if you can stay in amusement as much as possible, you really can get a lot of stuff done. 
uh, with people, places, and things. Amusement really helps a lot. Satisfaction is another sort of underrated type of emotion, uh, but it is very helpful to know if you're being satisfied right now or if you're being bored. And there's a little tiny bit of energy between satisfaction and boredom. And that's kind of cool, too, because it kind of tells you like, oh, I'm going to start creating something new. And I'm right in between that space of getting a little bit bored and I'm still kind of happy and satisfied with what's going around me. So, yeah. So there's that. And then there's kind of like the heavier stuff. So there's like betrayal, which already sounds horrible. Sadness, surprise. Surprise can be good or bad. So I'm just kind of putting it in the middle here. There's envy, which is one of the ones that we never want to have or experience ourselves, but we know it exists and we have experienced it before, but we've probably blocked it out. Um, embarrassment. Uh, it's somehow easier to deal with embarrassment than envy. Uh, anticipation. That's always a fun one. Uh, adoration. Whether you're adoring something or somebody's adoring you, that's, that's kind of fun. Um, I mentioned boredom already. Uh, there's shame, which even the word sounds like how it feels. Um, there's pleasure or there's confusion. Confusion uh, actually allows you to kind of hang out in an energy a lot longer than noticing that something's pleasurable, which is kind of interesting. Uh, there's grief. I think we've all experienced that uh, in our lifetime already. Um, obviously, anger. It's one of the ones <laughs> that I could have started with first. Everybody knows what that is. Uh, disgust. I don't know about that. Um, sometimes we live in disgust a lot more than we think. And there's something about that energy and the energy of anxiety that kind of go together sometimes. There's the usual one um, that we've all experienced called fear. We know all about fear. And then there's shock. And shock is kind of tricky because it like goes away and comes back. So, and then it brings friends. <laughs> like you're shocked and then here comes a little bit of disgust and then here comes a little bit of anxiety and there here comes a little bit of fear and then it's just, something else entirely so just take a deep breath and think about all these different kinds of things we could experience and i just picked a few like thanks google i just picked a few off of <laughs> doing a google search but uh there's many 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 more there's thousands of emotions and like i say they couple with other ones and then they become something else so for today we're going to look at the energy of betrayal because sometimes these little betrayals that we think are nothing, they kind of lurk and they hide around corners. And so we're going to look through our space and look for any of that energy that has to do with betrayal. And there's big betrayals and then there's small betrayals. So I'd like you to just notice that out on that screen in front of you, 
You can just have this chakra person. Maybe it's kind of empty. And I'd like you to imagine that you have a little bit of this cobalt blue energy. And you're going to throw it at that chakra person. And this cobalt blue energy is mimicking that energy of betrayal. So you're not responsible for knowing exactly where and what and how and why all the betrayal happened. But we're just finding out what is lighting up in your space right now. So let's see if any of that is somewhere in your space. We don't really want to get into all the details, but we'd like to release some of that betrayal energy back to the center of the earth. The earth has literally seen everything, every betrayal that ever could have happened on the planet. So you're not blazing any trails. (laughs) So that's great. So you're in a safe space. You're in between this energy of the earth and the sun. So that's great. You have two friends already. You're in the center of your head. And this uh, space in the center of your head allows you to look at energy and be a little detached from the actual betrayal pieces. So you can look at the emotion without getting totally pulled into it. So we're not looking at this energy from a perspective of what's the worst betrayal I've ever experienced. No, you don't need to do that. That's why we're talking um, about betrayal first, because it's so, it can be so deep. We're so light. We're so laughable. Like, how could that even happen to me? But anyway, we want to work on this particular one, because like I say, it hides behind corners and you can, it doesn't happen all the time. You kind of forget about it. So we want to be in this place where we can look at the energy from the center of our head, a little bit attached from the emotion. And we just want to see what Oricon, what energy center, and any other place in the body that betrayal hangs out. So like I say, sometimes it's yours and sometimes it's not. Sometimes you ran across a friend a couple of months ago and they were talking about something that has to do with betrayal and it just stuck with you. Maybe you took it on. Maybe you were helping them. Maybe you were healing them. It it doesn't really matter what you were doing in that situation, but it uh, it might be noted that it's not your energy. It might be somebody else's. And in that case, we come back to this idea of the center of the earth area and deep within the center of the earth the earth has seen all this information and happenings and situations regarding this topic so you you don't have to get in there and figure it out you don't have to judge it you can just look at it as an energy and that six chakra allows you to just look without going super deep so just take a deep breath and just that you're in the center of your head you have a blank chakra person out in front of you. And this is a new one. And I'd like you to just notice with this little ball of cobalt blue energy, I'd like you to just throw it at that little chakra person. And that cobalt blue energy for right now is taking on that energy of betrayal. And it's showing you where it might be in your space, in your aura, in the body. 
sometimes we're really sort of cut up by different energies. Maybe not this particular one, um, but you might notice if there's some slicing and dicing happening. If there's parts of your body that go missing after you throw that, that cobalt blue energy. We use that color because it can be anything. So we want to find all the different parts and pieces and places that that betrayal energy might be hanging out. It might be yours, it might not be. Just notice those little dots that might show up on that chakra person. It might look like um, kind of a, like a wave of color coming over it. It might come from a certain direction. You might see it on one half of your body versus another. You might see it in the aura around the chakra person. So I'd like you to ground that chakra person out in front of you to the center of the earth. We want to let all that color dissipate and release back to the center of the earth. You might feel it as this is happening. You might feel it in your stomach. You might feel it behind you. You might feel it on your shoulders or your elbows or anywhere else. Or just sort of noticing like, oh, Wow. I had a little bit of betrayal hanging around. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. And uh, thank you, Earth, for helping me out. That's basically what you're saying to yourself. And you just release that back to the center of the Earth. And why this is helpful is that as humans... We're always interacting with new things, new people, places, and things. And we want to be fresh. We want to be able to run out there into that ocean of emotion and just be fresh. We don't want to bring all the betrayals and the little tiny specks of betrayals with us. We want to let those go. Just notice that chakra person out in front of you. Maybe it's all cleared off. And it's back to sort of a little outline again. You might notice there's more space in your body. And in that case, I'd like you to call in some of uh, that solar light, that golden sun energy. You can call in a little more earth energy. You can allow some of your own energy to move around into those places in your body or your aura, those energy centers. Let these energies fill in. And the next energy we're going to look at, which might be easier now, is embarrassment. And we've kind of looked at this a couple of shows ago, but embarrassment is kind of a strange thing. It comes with a little bit of giggles and laughs, and then it's not so funny. So I'd like you to look at that chakra person out in front of you. I'd like you to grab a little more of that cobalt blue energy. Maybe it just sort of appears in your hand. I'd like you to throw it at that 
little chakra person out in front of you. I'd like you to see where embarrassment hangs out. Is it in front of your face? Is it in front of your knees? From that time that you slipped on a banana peel and everybody laughed, they all saw it. Is it behind you? Is it in front of you? In your aura? Is it somewhere in a body organ? Body system? When we think about like the gut and the intestines and all the lovely sounds that can come out of a body, you know, that's another source of embarrassment. So look at any of that stuff that might be hanging around that area of that chakra person. And I'd like you to start to ground that chakra person again back to the center of the earth and just let all that color start to drain out. You might see a lot, you might see a little, might look like little dots. Just notice that that cobalt blue energy can just go back to the center of the earth. We don't really need to know if it's our embarrassment or someone else's. Just if it was hanging out. Are you letting embarrassment hang out with you? Sometimes uh, embarrassment helps alert you to something being a little bit off, and it might be saving you from something worse. (laughs) So some of these emotions are not, like, totally horrible. They might be protective in some way that we can't see at the time. And then if that's the case, sometimes we hold on to it a little bit because it was protective. So just notice if there's any other embarrassment that wants to leave your space. Sometimes as a super sensitive psychic, we get it wrong and it's really embarrassing. We thought something was a certain energy. Turns out it wasn't. We're not perfect humans. We get things wrong all the time. We get lost. We make the wrong turn. We say the wrong thing. We laugh at the wrong time. We decide something's a certain energy and you're telling your friend, oh my God, you got to watch out for this energy. It turns out you were completely wrong. If anybody's looked at an astrology chart (laughs) lately, I can't even say it. Uh, You could read it completely differently and incorrectly. You can make mistakes at work. Everybody can know about that. Everybody has sent an email to everybody on the mailing list. That was not the right thing to do. So we've all said and done very embarrassing things. So I'd like you to just take a deep breath. Notice if there's any more cobalt blue energy you want to throw at that chakra person. See if there's anything left. But not having any embarrassment in your space is really kind of fun. So just take another deep breath. Be in that space behind your eyes if you've been flying around. You might notice that you feel different parts of your body. 
having to do with this energy. And again, thank the earth for helping you out, helping you release any of this embarrassment energy. Whenever it happened, wherever it came from, we don't even really care. There we go. Just take a deep breath. Be in that space behind your eyes. Okay. So the next emotion we're going to look at, and I'm not sure if it's an attitude or an emotion or a feeling or all those things, um, but it's the energy of confusion. And there is something about confusion that's a little bit protective. So when we look at this particular energy and we look at where it is in our space, you do have the option to release it back to the center of the earth. But if it's working for you, you can keep it a little while longer. This is one of the ones I'm giving you a little bit of a pass here. So take a deep breath. Be in that space behind your eyes. I'd like you to grab a little bit of that cobalt blue energy. It's going to mimic that energy of confusion. We're going to throw it at that chakra person out in front of us. And see where the confusion might be. Sometimes we keep it outside of our body. Sometimes we keep it inside of our body. Sometimes we have our chakras create energy of confusion to give us a little bit of space while we work on something else. It's a little bit of the smoke and mirrors type of emotion. Like, don't look here while I change my space. <laughs> but... You're in meditation right now, so you don't need any of that confusion. So just notice what's happening with that chakra person. Are you noticing confusion or blips of confusion spots all over that chakra person? Is it above the head, around the shoulders, below the feet, and the aura? And a body organ. Do we use confusion in the fourth chakra? Or the fifth chakra at the throat? Or somewhere else? Sometimes when we have creative projects, we don't want people to look at our space. And so you might want to check that second chakra just below the navel, deep in the gut. You might be using this energy of confusion to sort of hide. And maybe you want that, or maybe you don't. Maybe you don't care. Maybe it was from a long time ago. Just take a deep breath and notice what's happening to that chakra person. 
connected to the center of the earth. We want to release all that confusion energy that you're ready to release. With some of these emotions, you want to be a little gentle. But like with betrayal and embarrassment, we're everybody's happy to get rid of those. But with confusion, it's okay. You can be a little gentle, gentle with yourself here. There we go. Just notice that chakra person kind of clear off. Get back to a neutral state. Might want to send the earth a little thank you note. Thank you for handling my confusion. Since you've seen it all. There you go. All right. The last one and the next one that we're going to do is anxiety. So we hear this word a lot now for many different reasons. There's a lot of it. We're much more aware of anxiety now than we were 20 years ago or 40 years ago or 100 years ago. It's a little more accepted to say, oh my gosh, I'm experiencing so many anxious thoughts. And people aren't like, ew, gross. They're like, oh yeah, me too. <laughs> That's usually what's happening. But just take a deep breath and just notice you can be in that space behind your eyes. Sometimes we have lots of different levels of anxiety. Sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes it's a little. Sometimes we're used to like a low hum of anxiety. Sometimes we keep it around because we're going to need it later. <laughs> when we're in a big public uh, place. And so some of these emotions come with a couple of tools, you know. So there's no judgment on how you use anxiety, how you experience anxiety, how much anxiety is in your space right now. Just take a deep breath and just sort of notice that you can take some of that cobalt blue energy in the form of anxiety. You can throw it at that chakra person out in front of you. You can take a look at how much anxiety is happening. It could be in different body places, your aura. It could be in cells of the body. It can be in the aura layers outside of the body. You can see big blobs of it or little tiny specks. Just take a look. Sometimes because certain emotions are a little bit more accepted or permissible, you might have a little bit more here than some of the other ones we looked at. You might feel a little anxiety. <laughs> you can hear it in my voice a little bit. So just notice that out in front of you, that chakra person has different sort of places where this anxiety might be. You can ground that chakra person to the center of the earth. Just start to release some of that anxiety. Sometimes we feel it in the body. 
Sometimes it's a numbness. Sometimes it comes with a couple of other emotional friends, like anticipation. sadness or fear. So just notice that chakra person and just release some or all of that anxiety back to the center of the earth. It's just another type of energy. It doesn't need to be good or bad. There you go. You might notice it was kind of easy to let that go. And if you didn't let all of it go, that's okay too. All right. So we're going to do more of this in the future. Other podcasts will be about these different kinds of emotions. And it's easier to look at a couple at a time and then do other stuff. So take another deep breath. I'd like you to notice that screen out in front of you. If you have any little chakra persons out there, you can release those back to the center of the earth. Kind of clear off that screen. You can reset that center of the head space to be like a gold. That's always fun. You can also set your crown chakra, top of the head, at a gold as well. And I'd like you to just notice you can still have earth and cosmic energy running through your space. And you can start to come out of trance. So we'll take on a couple more of these in the future. But for now, there's more on Inflow Radio. surfing the psychic waves with me today on inflowradio.com you can find me on twitter at christina surfing or find me surfing the psychic waves on soundcloud or on facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing this show is brought to you by inflowradio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.